Hello and welcome to the blokes in your ear. I'm Connor, this is Tommy, and we're going to be the blokes in your ear for about however fucking long we decide to talk for. So, how are you Tommy? Yeah, good gack yourself? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, so, the biggest thing that's been coming up lately is Area 51. What, what are your thoughts on that Tommy? Area 51 is a bit garden, isn't it? Yeah. A bit of alienation. I'm not too sure about, like, people are saying they can't stop at all. Have you ever seen a machine gun mow down a couple thousand people, Tommy? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. I think that's how wars work, so... <laughs> um, if you're planning on going to Area 51, especially if you're going from Australia, I'd probably think twice, if <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, today's video, we're going to talk about a few different topics, but before we get into that, we've got a sponsor, Tommy. Sponsor? Yeah. Who got that up? I don't know, but somehow, first podcast, we've got a sponsor. So, today's podcast is brought to you by World of Warships. Now, this is a warship strategy PvP or PvE game. Uh, you get your different ships and you fight against other people online or the computer. And um, it's lots of fun. You can get different ships from different eras. So, I just watched Chernobyl, so I chose some of those Soviet ships because I know they're built really well. Um, but yeah, it's a fun little game. If you want to help us out, go to the link in the description. Sign up with your email, download, download the game, and um, that helps us out on our first ever podcast. So, can't complain about that, can we, Tommy? It's true. Yeah. So, you, you love the game, don't you, Tom? Yeah, no, I played it a bit, you know. I was actually up last night playing it until about 2 a.m. So yeah. Then, Definitely. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> We're not obliged to say that, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, there's lots of different things you can do in the game, and obviously, it's going to help us out, so help us out if you can. We're probably uni students, alright. <laughs> <laughs> alright, so we've got the first topic for today, Tommy. Have you ever heard about Lazarus Taxa? Uh, is it something to do with animals or something? Yeah, so you know me, I love me, I love me animals. Yeah. yeah I, I, I do a lot, most of my readings into like paleontology, animals, nature, that sort of stuff. And I was reading up the other day about this Lazarus Taxa. Now, it's actually. There's a few animals in Australia that might fall into this category a bit soon, but basically it's extinct animals that actually you find out they're extinct. So something that we think they're still out there. So there was in South America there was this little bush dog, everyone thought it was dead. Couple couple years later, I think it was like twenty actually, they just found a heap of them already out in the wild. Jeez. So yeah, there's a few things that like we think are gone. But then they're still out there, so it's a bit difficult. Um, another really famous one is a fish called the coelacanth. Now they thought this fish was dead for like a couple million years. Turns out, I think it was off the coast of Indonesia. There's a whole cave of them. They only come out of the cave at night, so no one had seen them. And um, yeah, millions of years, we found the fossils of them. We thought, oh yeah, they must be dead. No, they're still out there. So the question we're posing today is, what animals do you think could still be alive? Now I've got one to start off with, but do you have any off the top of your head that you think still might be out there? Eh? Uh, Tassie Devil probably rings alarm bells tomorrow, Ned. Tassie Devil's still alive, mate. Is it? Yeah, you're talking about Tassie Tiger. Yeah, Tassie yeah, Tiger. Hey. That's the one I'm going to talk about. Oh, so, yeah. Tassie Tiger, famous Australian animal. It's a weird bloody animal. Have you ever seen the video of it? 
Yeah, that little black and white. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So that's the last ever one in captivity. Um, I'll probably bring it up around here if I'm not lazy, but um, pretty much Tasmanian tiger or thylacine, as it's called, was a marsupial. So it's the same as a kangaroo. That's like I'm pretty sure that's its closest relative, but they got hunted to extinction pretty much because they thought they were killing all the cattle and stuff, but they only go for those if they were starving. But pretty much it's this weird marsupial dog that could open its jaws like a snake, so like 180 degrees. It's just a weird bloody animal. And one of the universities up in Cairns, I think it is, is actually funding like a couple of million dollars into finding this animal in northern Queensland. Now, I don't know about you, but would you be funding a million dollar search if you didn't know there was something out there? No, absolutely not. They've yeah. obviously got some intel there, don't they? Yeah, there's, there's some information in there, but I'm um, not too sure why they're still looking for it up there. Like, I thought it would be in Tasmania, but apparently it's going to be in northern Queensland. And they've got a few viable sightings, but to prove an animal's back from extinction you have to have a viable biological sample so like some hair um, an actual animal none so you can't just get a photo of it video doesn't count no. Doesn't cut it. no so you have to have a biological sample apparently from what i've read you've got to have that full biological sample to prove that it is exactly that animal which with the thylacine on video it doesn't look like a fox or a dog it's got like a long, firm tail like a kangaroo. But do you think there's anything else out there that could still be alive? Off the top of your head, Tom. What would you want to be alive if you could bring back an animal? Dinosaurs be unreal? Well, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are still alive, man. Birds are dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, so... There's actually a few blokes over in the good old old Soviet Union. We'll call it Russia for the sake <laughs> of our lives. Um, but yeah, they've got the frozen woolly mammoths, like in Siberia, they're fully frozen. And they want to, because they, they got frozen in the ice, they got the full biological samples of them. They want to bring those bad boys back to life. What do you think about that? Tom? How do they go about that? Oh, so what happens is it's not a woolly mammoth. Okay, they take the closest relative, so the Asian elephant, and they'll put the embryo of the mammoth into the Asian elephant. Probably take like 50 tries before they even get one that comes out. But it's basically going to come out with a really hairy Asian elephant with big tusks, but it's not mammoth. But it looks like one and it acts like one, but it's not mammoth. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So the dinosaurs is a bit tricky because like birds, we could try to do it, but they're not the same. Like they're the same, but they're not. It's a real difficult one. Um, there's a few like bigger animals that people are trying to find. So uh, you know of uh, Forrest Galante. You, you watch the podcast on Fighter. That? Huh? Fighter. No, the uh, nature guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forrest. Yeah, yeah. so... He, he's looking for the giant sloth in Peru, I think it was. Now, those things have been dead for like 10,000 years. But there's people still out there that think 
they could be there. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't, I don't think like an animal that big could still be like out in the middle of the jungle with no one finding it. But you never know. Like, there's so many areas people haven't gone to. What do you reckon? I've got no idea, mate. No idea. Quite possibly. Would you want? Would you want a giant fucking sloth to be just in Peru? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, like imagine the like you find animals. We find animals all the fucking time. It's usually like a frog, and you just like yeah, like, yeah. or an insect. Like I can't remember the last time someone found like a mammal, like something that's big. Yeah, pretty, pretty hard, wouldn't it? It'd be the first one since Bigfoot, I reckon. <laughs> we'll get into that later, mate. <laughs> but yeah, the Bigfoot, like we'll talk about this later, but. Bigfoot clearly isn't something that's going to be fair. Like, I just don't think it's out there. But another large mammal that actually existed that we know was a thing could be out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another one in Australia is Megalania. Uh, have you ever heard of this one, Tommy? No. So Megalania is, it's basically a goanna or a Komodo dragon that's like eight metres long. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so And it did exist, but they Yeah, it existed. Hundred percent existed. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure there's a fossil of it in Melbourne Museum. Um it's fucking massive. It is like the size of this house in length. It's like the megafauna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we had we had like the wombats and shit. Yeah. These are the blokes that were killing those wombats. But the huge bloody lizards. Wow. Um and cost you, don't, you can't really explore Central Australia or There could be anything out there. Yeah, body earth. Like, uh, we know the short-faced kangaroo isn't out there because they, we see those because they're in packs and they like walk around. But these things are like solitary, like lizards, so they could be anywhere and like they camouflage in. But yeah, there's lots of fucking things out there. But Eight metres long. Yeah. They're still not sure how big it was because they haven't found that many fossils of it. Do you have an estimate of when it was around? Um, so I think it was, off the top of my head, it's like 60 to 30,000 years ago. Yep. So the indigenous Australians were still... Yeah, right. Yeah, they, they were here when all the megafauna was here. Yeah. So they would have fucking crossed paths with this giant lizard. And people take the piss out of, like, some of the dream time, but they actually had fucking giant lizards, so... Like, if there was, we had an eight-minute lizard, we'd probably make stories about yeah, it in absolutely. our culture as well. So, I think that's a bit, one of the reasons, like, they had some of those stories was because some of the shit they saw when they first came here, they, like, passed down. Yeah. The fucking massive thing. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And they've been, like, we don't even know how long they've been here. They'll live before the fucking ice age. Yeah. Wow. That's mental. Yeah. Like, they've been through some shit. Yeah, buddy, okay. Uh, Before we even got here. No. <laughs> we just thought we'd fuck that up. No. <laughs> but, uh, Tommy, you've, you've got a topic for us today, don't you, Yeah, so I've got a bit of a topic. Um, so, human connections, so the importance of human connections uh, with living healthy, you know, lifestyles and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I was just sort of contemplating how far human connections have went back and how important they've been in our past, um, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I think, you know me, I've always like taking things back to animals. <laughs> but um, 
if you look at like our closest relatives, like your chimps and um, the primates like that, you can see the clear connections between the groups that live together. And they say like the chimps are like innocent, but like they go to war against each other. Like their families will, and tribes will fight against other ones. So you can see that basic connection in like the most simple of animals. But I think we've got to the level where we can just like step it up a bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, for example, me and you just talking about this is stepping it up like a level that no other creature can do. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're clearly like an important thing for us. But yeah, it's, it's something like, I'm not too sure whether we are born wanting to connect to each other or whether it's just we're taught that we need to. What do you reckon? I think it's an actual need of ours. So I've worked with kids and, you know, young kids in schools and stuff like that and heard some stories. Kids can go through trauma through simply being neglected by their parents and that actually can damage their frontal lobe and their ability to learn for the rest of their life. And this is just, you know, mum or dad not taking care of them. They may be getting fed and, you know, roof over the head, all that sort of stuff, but simply them not being there for them, showing them love and affection, that affects the structure of their brain. So that, that's fairly conclusive to me how important human connection is. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So do you reckon it's like an innate thing that we have to have, that connection? I know the first thing, even for us, first thing when you're born, you want to cling on to your mother. Yeah. And there's already that immediate connection. But do you reckon, what, what do you think? Is it nature or nurture or is it a bit of both? It's probably a bit of both. Yeah. So you've got like... I feel like everyone has an innate feeling to want to be loved, to want to connect and communicate. But then you're also taught that. Like you see with the kids that are locked up, um, the unspoken experiment that we can't do is like with like Jeannie, the famous case, where she's not given any human interactions. And like if you don't learn those interactions before... I think it's like the age of 12, you can't learn them ever again. Like she can talk now, but it's not the same. Like, so I think everyone has an innate thing for it, but you still need to be taught um, or exposed to it at least, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. They did the, this study on monkeys. Um, can't remember it exactly, but it was yeah back probably 20 years ago. So they got a group of monkeys, baby monkeys, and what they did is they had a pile of food over one end of the pen, which was like, I don't know, 20 metres long. And they had a fake stuffed monkey on the other end of the pen. So what they would do is the little baby monkeys, they would go and eat their food. As soon as they've eaten their food, they'll go straight back to the fluffy uh, toy monkey and hug it. So they needed their food to survive, but they needed that innate sort of you know comfort from this toy monkey because the mother wasn't there in the experiment mm. um just to feel comfortable and i, and I suppose yeah enjoy, enjoy himself yeah so it's just like when a kid has a like a teddy bear or a blanket that they're attached to because when they're sleeping they don't have that like like animals sleep together whereas like we like your kid might come in and sleep with you if they're scared or have a bad dream but we, we don't sleep as a family, 
Whereas, like, if you look in nature, that's what they do, and that's what we used to do back in the day, mainly because their house was the size of this kitchen, but fucking messy kitchen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's something that's, like, we've done in the past that a lot of that family tie stuff, we've moved away from a few, a few of them. But, um, yeah, it's something that we could talk about forever, you know? Like, yeah, we'll... Will we get to a stage where people don't need to connect with each other? Like, if we evolve past that point, yeah. With technology and stuff like that. Yeah, like... Mm, who knows? It's already getting to the point, like, you... The other night I went out for dinner with Lara, there was a table of, I think it was like, eight or ten girls out for dinner for someone's birthday. I looked over for about five minutes, only one of them wasn't on their phone. Like, they, like, they're lacking that human connection. Yeah. Yeah. You're only staring at them for five minutes? Yeah, only five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, every time I glanced over, it was just... Because I'm right where the food comes out. And I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm a big boy. I'm waiting for my food. <laughs> and uh, every time I looked over, they're just all on their phones. And yeah. I'm thinking, you're celebrating someone's birthday. She's probably the one that isn't on her phone. Yeah. And she's just sitting there while all her friends are on their phone. Like, it's kind of sad, isn't it? Because they're physically there, but mentally they're somewhere, somewhere else, whether that's on Facebook or yeah. texting or... It's a classic stitcher. Yeah. Like, it's not good. I like the idea of putting all those phones in the pile um, when you go out for dinner. Mm. Put them all face down, first person to turn it over, has to pay. Yeah, like that's, stitch them up. that's good. Yeah. Like, I know, like, in my experience, like, even going out with my girlfriend, we still go both go on our phones while we're out for dinner. And, like, we've obviously got a good connection, but, like, it's just a, a fucking addiction. Yeah. Like, you have to check your phone. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly looking at my phone even if there's nothing there. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, absolutely. Notifications. Force a habit. I reckon most young people would check their phones a couple hundred times a day. Yeah. It's just connected to you basically now. It's a hard way to come back from there as well. It's like, if we didn't have our phones tomorrow, like, what the fuck would we do? You know, like, mm. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Do you think that any other animals are ever going to get to that point? Animal? Yeah. With technology? Yeah. Uh, like, we're talking like a couple million years. Does that include monkeys evolving into humans? Yeah, so monkeys? there's a few, like, you look at chimps and um, orangutans and stuff, they, they're technically in the Stone Age now. So they make tools. So an orangutan will get a stick, put some sticky stuff on it, stick it in the anthill, out comes the, out comes the ants. But that looks like you're just shoving a stick in it. But they're taking the time, they're not just using tools, they're crafting them. Mm. So, uh, chimps do the same thing, otters do the same thing, they get rocks and hit. So, there's actually a few animals that are actually using tools. And we look at it like, oh yeah, they're hitting a rock against a tree. We used to hit rocks against trees. Like, it's not that like complicated, there's stages of it. Evolution-wise, they should catch up to us eventually. If we don't fuck them up and make them extinct. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> and whether that, I don't know, I don't know, I can't, I don't know what the plan will be like in 100 years time. 
Yeah, well, there's been, I think it's like three proper mass extinctions. Right. The one we're in now, we're 90% ahead of where they were in the last one. So we've killed 90% of the animals that will be alive in this mass extinction. Mm. 90%. That's mental. Yeah. Like when you look at some of the things that have been killed, like the dodo, what, what's the point of killing the dodo? It's just a fucking bird. Like, you can't, it, there's not that much meat on it. Like, yeah. yes, they're easy to kill, but what is the, why was the point of just killing those out? Like, yeah. Um, another famous one is the stellar sea cow. So this is like a manatee. Like a dugong. Yeah. 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 Um, up in the Bering Strait. So up in the Arctic. Uh, they, these lads crashed their boat up there. Um, the guy that found the Bering Strait. And um, this biologist, Stella, found the sea cow. You've never seen it before. It's fucking massive. It was like way bigger than the ones we have now. Like almost whale size. Um, well, not that big, but like a small whale. Yeah, and um, they go, they go to hunt them, and they realise they come into the shallow areas to graze on the grass. That's why they call the sea cow. But they, they've never seen humans, so they're not scared of them. So you can literally just walk in, and because they're in the shallows, you can walk in and just stab them, and there you go, easy done. Get your blubber for your lamps, your meat, whatever. In twenty four years, I think it was, they're all dead. Because mm -hmm. they thought, oh, there's so many of them, like, we can just keep doing this. It's easy. We can just walk in and kill them. You don't have to have any skill. But then they will just go. Yeah. Yeah. We've done that too many times. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? And we've done it with people as well. Oh, we just walk into places and go, not us specifically. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of places, there's a lot of countries that just walk into places and say, we're just going to kill everything and everyone. Because we want to. You old Hitler. <laughs> Did he escape to Argentina? Oh. What's in the list of No, no, quite plausible. Mm. So I, I don't think specifically he did, but there's proof like other people did. Mm -hmm. So if you go to, I think it's Chile, maybe, there's heaps of them in South America, but there's massive compounds of German communities in South America. And you go in there and it all looks like the 50s in Germany and they all speak German, but it's in the middle of South America. Like, there's full communities. You're right. So like, it's, I think it's Argentina actually. So there's like full communities down there of people that are Nazi heritage. And um, there was a guy that went in there to do an investigation. Um, I can't remember what company it was for, but he's like an investigative journalist. Um, journalist. But um, he used to be in the military as well, so he, he could like handle himself. And he went down to one of uh, Colonial Dignidad, I think it's called. And it's this massive German community. And the guy that did, do, do you know much about the World War? Like oh, the, bits what they do. So, have you heard about the guy that did all those um, experiments on the twins and stuff? No. Oh, so, most evil fucking guy ever, um, as most of them are. You know how sometimes they say, oh, they're just doing what they're told? This guy was a fucking Nazi. 
Like, yeah, 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 yeah. This guy was full on like Nazi, and there was a few of them. And um, he's one of those guys that would like hang the five slowest Jews from the day in the factory and shit, like that sort of like fucking Nazi. Like okay, yeah. he wasn't just doing his job. Now he's one of the people that got away to Argentina. Yeah, right. And because the Argentinian government was sort of in cahoots with the Nazis, like they helped fund the Nazi party back in the day. Um, they sort of let them come in um, and they started these communities. And this guy was in charge of the fucking hospital in Argentina. Really? So apparently, it's, it's just rumour, apparently if the Argentinian government wanted any information from someone, they just send them to the hospital. Weird place to get information from someone. <laughs> And yeah, you go down there, this guy went in there, he went to a barbershop, and it looks like the 50s in Germany, right? And this guy comes out with white gloves on, carrying a box of Nazi medals. And he's like, this is my great-grandfather's, or grandfather's medals. And they think, like, this is the fucking bee's knee. Because it's only the fucking really bad Nazis yeah. that got there, because they were the rich ones. So yeah. this whole town is built off stolen money. Yeah, right. Like, they took all the money they stole. Like, we're talking, like, melted-down wedding rings and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Filthy money. This whole community is built on it. And they, like, think their grandparents are heroes. Ooh. What do you reckon about that, Tommy? Big oofed. Big oofed. What's going on there? <laughs> do you think... Like, it's still, like, some people still think it's, like, a bit of a, like, wives' tale sort of thing, that they're the high-level people. But they've got, like, the document and photos, and they've got the war medals, and they just had all this money to build a compound, and it's a bit dodgy. Yeah, bloody oath, man. Yeah. Do you reckon, do you reckon Hitler was amongst them? Well, for There's the been counts, a few sightings. Yeah. Is there actually proof that he shot himself or not? Sorry, the original story was he shot himself, and I think his uh, wife or girlfriend did as well. But the Soviets took the body, what they thought was the body. And then once we got like DNA testing and all of that um, forensic stuff, um, they finally let someone else um, examine the remains. And it turns out, it wasn't a man, it was a woman. Really? Yeah. So, they either took his girlfriend, or it's just someone that they found. Like, Berlin at that time would have been a fucking nightmare to try to find someone. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's getting burned to the ground, it's fucking soldiers everywhere, people fleeing. Like, apparently the body was burnt anyway. So you can't tell if it's him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, it, it's something we'll never like fully know. Yeah, because you can't you can't find out. But yeah, in these places there were quite a few sightings of him. Um, the rumor is he ran a uh, church um, down in South America because he was a I think he was a good little Catholic. Um, <laughs> well, he actually got saved by a priest when he was a baby um, when he was a toddler. Ground. Oh really? Yeah. So someone saved Hitler from dying. 
Massive oof. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so know. yeah, that's the fucking Hitler story. I don't know where <laughs> that came from. I don't know. Absolute rabbit hole. But yeah, that was good. <laughs> really, really big rabbit hole. But you can take that back to the human connection thing. Hitler obviously didn't make human connections with the right people, and I can't even remember the reason why he hated the Jews. Like, there is a reason he said, but it's just one of those things, like, what is the point? Like, and it's not even like they're that different. Like, Jewish people can look the exact same, so I don't know why they felt like... And, like, yes, there were a few blokes that were just doing their job so they didn't get in trouble. Like, I'm not going to say they were all fucking full-blown Nazis, but there was some of those guys which is evil. Yeah, absolutely. And a few of them went to America after as well. Have you heard about them? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole again. <laughs> so, Project Paperclip. Now, they didn't confirm this till like, I think it was like the 80s or something. But the Soviets and the Americans fought over which German doctors and stuff they wanted to work for them. Because they were the best doctors. Like, they were fucked up, but they were good at what they did. Like, so... America took a few of them, and this is confirmed, like, this isn't a conspiracy. It was, but they fucking, like, they have to release their documents. This is an actual thing that happened. The guy that got America to the moon was a Nazi. He's the guy that at the front of his rocket factory would hang people if they worked slowly. Mm. And they, they, they got him off, so, at the trials... He's one of the blokes that got away and then ends up working for America. So someone's like, they've gone, here's some fucking money, give us your doctors. It's just a bit dodgy. Like, I don't know how I'd feel if, for example, we don't really have the same, like, we don't have a Hitler at the moment. Like, Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein and all those people, as bad as they were, they were not Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, if you put in, like, Kim Jong-un or something, imagine him, Korea, decide to go to war with the world, all right? They go out there, they decide they're going to kill all of the other Koreans and Japanese people, because that's who they hate, from what I know. <laughs> what if, in 50... 60 years, we found out Kim Jong-un fled to Australia, lived in, I don't know, fucking Perth, got a haircut, lost some weight, looked completely different, just lived out the rest of his life. How would you feel? Yeah, you'd be absolutely gutted. Yeah. Like, imagine how those Argentinian people feel, just having, like, it's just pure evil in, in their midst. And, like, it's still there. Like, it wouldn't go away. Like, if you have that many people move there, like, there's, like, 10,000. Yeah. Like, there was a shit ton of people. Because they brought their families and stuff. But, yeah. And obviously, you've got a community that's going to grow. And that's never going to go away now. Yeah. And that's just... Yeah, they around, really. Yeah. It's, it's a bit hard as well, because, like, we can't imagine it, because there's no one, like... As I said, there's no one that can be that level again for a while, hopefully. Yeah, like, imagine if they won the war. 
Mm. I know I'd be crooked, mate. That would be absolutely fucked. If they didn't crack the um, Enigma code, we would have been cooked. But that was like the code that they sent all their secret messages in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking idiots put Hail Hitler at the end of a loom. That's how we solved it. So, like, they'll send them all their messages and they're like, how do we know, like, what common words are in there? Who do they fucking love? Hail yeah. Hitler. So at the end of every message, you'll say, hey, Hitler, that's how they solved it. Jesus. Fucking idiot. I know, I know. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, imagine that, though. Like, you put in all this work to make this machine to make code so you can send all these secret messages. Nah, we'll just put, hey, Hitler, at the end. <laughs> I know. Someone think that through. Yeah, surely the bloke that invented that got fucking killed. Yeah. <laughs> the bloke that's sending those messages is just like, oh, um, yeah, I've been putting Hail Hitler at the end of each one. <laughs> you what? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a, I don't know how we got to that, but that's an interesting one, the old um, Hitler conspiracy. Another rabbit hole to talk about was how you mentioned the moon before and America making it to the moon. Hmm. Has that been proven? For what? Them actually making it to the moon or is that another oh. conspiracy? Yeah, so <laughs> that German bloke yeah. apparently is the one that was running the NASA program at that time. Now, have you looked into the moon conspiracy? Looked in a bit, yeah. yeah. What, what are your thoughts? Well... I don't know. The thing that strikes me is America wanted to be the first to do everything and for them to say they were first on the moon or for them to actually get there. Excuse the pun, that's a big oofed. Yeah. Like, that's a big fuck you to Russia and all the rest of yeah. it. It's like a bit of a power trip as well. Um, whether it actually they achieved it. Hmm. See, I, I feel like they did go to the moon, but I feel like the footage wasn't real. So, a lot of the footage looks just fucking fake. But at the same time, we don't know what it would look like on, on the moon. Like, we can theorise, but until you're there, you don't know. Yeah. And some of the theories, like, people say, oh, there's no stars in the background. You're in space, you can't see any fucking stars. Like, that's, that's like, a proven thing. Like, you're not going to see the stars in the background. But um, a few of the videos of the guys, like, jumping on the moon, it looks like they're on a wire, like they're pulled backwards Yeah. Um, when they're standing up and stuff. But other than that, like, I don't see, like, I can see why they would fake it, and now they've lost the footage, so they don't have the original moon landing footage, which is just fucking convenient, isn't it? Um, you think apparently it got like taped over. There was like a shortage of film or something. Surely that'd be somewhere though, like on. Surely you wouldn't film over the fucking moon landing. <laughs> no. <laughs> like out of all the things you can film over. Baby first steps. Yeah. Right <laughs> over the top. It's like if your old man films Bathurst over <laughs> your mum's wedding video. <laughs> like that's the equivalent. Like, yeah. fucking, why would you film over? The moon landing. I know. It's like your biggest thing. Um, Stupid. And yeah, some, like, I think they went there, and some of the stuff that's come out of the astronauts since they've come back, 
iffy. Mm. So I think they went there, but I think they saw some shit as well. Have you heard about some of that? Uh, not a great deal. As in of the extraterrestrial... Mm. Back to Area 51, though. Area 51, Bob Lazar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently Neil Armstrong seems to be quite the advocate. Um, same with, oh, what was the other guy's name? Second man on the moon. I don't remember. The other guy, yeah, whatever his name is. Um, can we Google it? Yeah, you can if you want. But um, both of them, oh, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. So both of them have talked about there being something else out there. And it's interesting to see whether they saw some shit or they are just sick of their lives now. I want to make some extra money talking about it. But um, it's an interesting thing. Like, Mm. Do you think there's life out there, Tom? I think there has to be. I think there has to be. I know that planet Earth's in the perfect position away from the sun and the moon and, you know, we can support water, which supports life. But maybe not in this solar system, but in another. Like, I don't know. And space can't just stop out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It has to keep going. Mm. You can't just fucking get to... The end of the black and miss, and then there's nothing past that. There has, there has to be something else out there, mm. and yeah, whether humans have actually had interactions with them, um, that's another story. Yeah, so I'm one to believe there is life, whether it's intelligent life. That's that's another question in itself. Like, they've proven there is like some organisms from Earth that you could send up to space, and they'll live, like. They can live in space. They're pretty uh, hardy buggers. But um, the idea of there being intelligent life that are millions of years advanced in technology than us, that's another question as well. But um, I feel like there's too many cases of it. Either we've got some high-level fucking military shit that's like next level that we don't know about. Mm. Or this fucking there. There can't be an in between, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's quite plausible that there is. There, I don't know. I think there is intelligent life out there. Um, and when you think about it on another planet, why would they have to evolve from the same as we do on this planet? Mm. Like, we evolved from a tiny little organism, then into, I don't know, you're not better than me, monkeys, apes, humans, and now the last hundred years is amazing what we've achieved. But why couldn't uh, another civilization, say aliens, evolve from, why can't they start from further than we are now? Mm. And then build from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for all we fucking know, they could have evolved from us already. Like, they, yeah. They Ooh, that's a fucking... Yeah. They could, they could have left Earth, like, ages ago. Like, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Homo sapiens been around for a long time now. And we're, we're not even purebred, mate. We're bloody... we got a bit of Neanderthal in us. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's interesting because you look at it like us now and compare us to, like, our closest genetic relatives of the chimps, I'm pretty sure. And they're on track to become us eventually. But then you go to, like, 
Sentinel Island or the Amazon, and you've got those tribes that are just like some of them aren't even in the like stone, uh, the Bronze Age. Yet. Like they don't have metal. Like they mm. don't know how to. They don't compound metal together to make their tools. They cut down a tree and then tie a rock to it that's sharp. Mm. Like it's something like about those tribes is really eerie for us. I don't know why. Mm. It's and I feel like if someone was coming from outer space that was a, like more intelligent life, that's how they would see us, I feel. Like they would be like, yeah. look at these fucking tribes people with their shitty iPhones and MacBooks. They can't even fucking talk to each other with their minds. Like, what is this fucking shit? Yeah. They still have sex for pleasure. And like, it's just like, yeah. I feel like they just look down on us. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that Simpsons episode where the aliens are sitting up there just watching the human yeah. and they're just like, they're fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, you'd look down and you'd be like, who's this fucking Donald Trump guy out here saying that people who are the same race as him, uh, the same like species as him, can't come into their country? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It'd be like if one... Like, monkey was like to the other monkey, no, you can't come with us. Like, they have bites and stuff, but he's the same fucking animal. Like, yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky question, that one. The whole, are we the only ones out there? But we'll, we might leave that for another one. Yeah, well, yeah I, I reckon we'll do, a big, we'll do a big session on that one. But um, if you're enjoying this so far, don't forget to like and subscribe, join the gang up in here, we are the blokes in your ear, um, and also don't forget about our sponsors, Ooh. we are the warships, <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they did us a solid, you know, getting a sponsor on the first video, I know you were a bit shocked when I told oh, you, absolutely, <laughs> I don't know how I pulled that out to be asked, but um, <laughs> I'm happy with it, um, but yeah, on to one of our next topics, Tommy. Staying on the mysterious and animal topic for this podcast, we're going to talk cryptids. Do you know any cryptids? You do. You just don't know what it means. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> so cryptids are like so. Cryptozoology is the study of like cryptic animals. So your Bigfoot, your Loch Ness monster. Right. All of that shit. So they're our cryptids. And we're going to talk about... We're going to start with the big boy, Bigfoot. Ooh. Got a lot of different names. The Yeti. The Yowie, here in Australia. Uh, Sasquatch. But do you think Bigfoot is real? Straight off the cuff, yes or no? I'd like to think he's real. That's the, or, that's the... or her, but no. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, when we're in here, you've got a giant fucking ape, right? You look at the apes we have, they need large areas to live in. American woodland. So, the most sightings are in, like, northwest America for Bigfoot or Sasquatch. In those areas, what's the one thing that lives in those areas that could look like a Bigfoot. A big bear? <laughs> look, you're not wrong. 
Have you ever seen a bear stand on its back legs? Yeah, fucking huge. They are fuck. They're like a, some of them like eleven foot fucking tall. Mm. Some bears can walk on their hind legs for like a fair distance as well. So if you're walking through the bush, you look over and then there's just this big fucking thing standing on its back legs. I would think it's fucking Bigfoot. Wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, first yeah. thing that pop head. First thing that would pop to my head is fuck. It's a Bigfoot. Like <laughs> you wouldn't even think is that a bear? Because you'd be that fucking scared, you'd be like, Jesus. That's gonna be that's that's gotta be a Bigfoot. And it's not like you'd go close to it to suss it out either. Yeah, you're not gonna go and say, Oh, here you go. <laughs> um, there's been a few films of them, but um a lot of those are very yeah. speculative. Like the most famous one is that one where he's walking. Like there's like the wood. It's like really old, grainy footage. Looks at the camera. Yeah, he turns and looks <laughs> over his shoulder at the camera. <laughs> it literally looks like a guy in a fucking monkey suit. Like how convenient though. Yeah, it's a perfect time. <laughs> um, but the thing is, like, that's not how an ape that size would walk. Like. Most of them, if you're that size, you'd only be bipedal for a little bit of time. Like, you look at a mountain gorilla, they don't walk on their back legs. Like, they're too fucking big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, an orangutan can walk on its back legs. And there used to be a giant orangutan um, back in the day. And it was literally like a 12 foot monkey. Uh, like, gorilla. Uh, Gigantopithecus. But they're not around anymore. Like, they're dead. Like, that's the only thing that could be Bigfoot. Like, and it was an actual thing. Like, they've got the bones and stuff of it. But I feel like most of the signs are bears. Like, yeah, yeah. In America. Okay? Now we go to Nepal. The Yeti. So they see the Yeti up there almost as often as the Americans see bear, uh, bears. Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying bears because it's not a fucking thing in America. <laughs> They found some hair up in the, I think it was in the Himalayas or something like that, around the region of Nepal, that was a type of polar bear. Polar bears don't live in fucking Nepal, but there was different types of polar bears back in the day, or it could be a bear that's bred with a polar bear, or at some fucking point, I don't know how. But they found hair, and this bear hair, up in there, so I think it's the same thing. I think they have sloth bears up there as well, so... Like, the chances of there being a bear there as well, pretty high. Like, but at the same time, if it's not a polar bear, you'd be able to tell it wasn't a fucking massive white ape man. Like, the Yeti's supposed to be white in, like, what they say. Like, I don't know any white bears other than polar bear. Like, at all. No. Maybe some little weird albino bear. Yes, like they might be. But, but like these are fucking mass they're, they're saying they're massive creatures. Mm -hmm. And like there's a weird like shrine thing, like some monks have what they call like the scalp of a yeti or something. Just looks like a fucking bear scalp. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> there's so many things that they just do and it's just it just looks dodgy. And the last place, well, there's like they see them in England and stuff. Um in Europe, there are bears in Europe, there's not in England, but like, there's other things they could be accounted for. But here, in Australia, we got the fucking Yowies. 
Did you ever used to collect your Howie's name? Those little the chocolates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So they're big, they're like big fleet. That's like what they are, they're Sasquatch. <laughs> um, that's like the Australian Sasquatch. It's like a fucking drop there, mate. But um do you see like in Australia we don't have anything that looks like that. Like off the top of my head, biggest fucking thing I can think of is like a red kangaroo that's bipedal. Red kangaroo looks nothing like Bigfoot. Mm. Like even a mangy as fuck red kangaroo would not look like a Bigfoot. Yeah. So where do you think that comes from here? I don't know. People just want to join a cult. Fuck, <laughs> if I know. Well, you look at the people looking for Bigfoot. None of them are females. All of them are middle-aged men with no hair, rednecks that are single. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they almost want to find him because they've got nothing else going in their lives. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for Bigfoot, you're probably not having a great time. Have you seen the documentaries of it? They're like, yeah, I've been looking my whole life for Bigfoot and I'm so sure he's out there and they go out every weekend into the bush with their fucking... And they've got all their trail cams set up. Yeah. And they'll see, like, a fucking... the tail of a bear walking past and like, It's walking Bigfoot, I tell you! <laughs> I saw him! <laughs> with my own arms! <laughs> oh, I was watching one and they're fucking stupid. Um, they hit a um, stick on the tree. Yeah. And then they hear a noise in the forest and say it's like Bigfoot responding to them. He had a fucking massive stick in the middle of the woods and it echoes around. You're gonna hear some noise afterwards. Like. Yeah, I watched one, I felt that bad. There was this old redneck bloke and he had like a, a child, I think it was a single single father or something like that. And he'd obviously brainwashed the kid to think that Bigfoot's real. And the dad would be like walking to go find Bigfoot. The kid's like, yeah, we're gonna find him today. <laughs> it's like that poor fucking kid. I've seen three in my lifetime. <laughs> Daddy's one of them. Oh, yeah, the where's just the weirdest fucking blokes. Yeah. And I've, I've only ever seen like one girl looking on one of those shows and she was the skeptic <laughs> that was a scientist. Uh, <laughs> so like the only person that's like actually done it is the person that's there to tell them they're bullshitting. But there are other cryptids though. Loch Ness Monster. What are your thoughts on that one? Mm. It's pretty hard to believe. Very hard to believe. I would like it to be true, like everyone does, but fuck. It's so, really sick. For for so the people say it's a plesiosaur. First of all, plesiosaurs don't have crooked necks. Their necks were dead straight. So no, that's straight out of the question. But if it was, so do you know what a plesiosaur is? Those like massive marine reptiles from like. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. With the really long necks. Yeah. yeah. So their necks could not hook. Like they were just yeah. dead straight. Yeah. The first ever fossil of one, the bloke put the head on the end of the tail because he didn't know which way it went. <laughs> but that it can't be that. And if it was that, the amount of fucking fish an animal that size would need, you can't get that in a lock. I know it's a fucking big lock, but how big is it? Well, they think it's like fucking some like twelve foot bloody. Like, I mean, like the actual like lake. Like it's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not the ocean, like. Yeah. You do, and it's it's like because it's in. I'm pretty sure it's enclosed. Like it might have a little outlet, 
but it's like a limited resource. Just fresh water as well, yeah. Yeah, and there's limited resources in there. Mm. Um, it could be a sturgeon. They're really big fucking fish. Like yeah. Really big fish. Yeah. Um, could be an eel. That, like, most of the time, um, I was watching a documentary on it actually. When a boat goes through the lock, it creates these really weird ripple effects in the water. And they put like a log out on it and showed like the ripple. And as the log goes like this, it shows the like humps of like a slithering yeah, right. water creature. Yeah. Like it's like a trick of the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really think it's one of those things that could be out there because if there's a creature that size in there, it's going to be a fucking lot of food. Full, like, and, like, how has it lived this long? If, if there's a, it, there'd have to be more than one of them. Yeah. If it's still there. Like, yeah. there'd have to be a breeding population of fucking 12-foot marine reptiles yeah, <laughs> living in this lake. Yeah. Um, Hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sure why they think that that was a thing. Like, I, I, I get that they, like, keep pushing it and they're researching it and stuff. Because... They get a lot of fucking money from it. Yeah, exactly. They get a shit ton of money People from it. about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine how much tourism they get from the Loch Ness. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like with Area 51 as well. Since that went public, I reckon they would have moved all the secret shit somewhere else. But Area 51 is like a hot spot for people to go to here. Like, as... Can you like, actually go there? Like, yeah, you can go and see it. Like, you can't go in there. But you can yeah. go and look at it. Yeah. It's just like a fucking fence in the middle of the desert. Yeah, like you can't see anything. Yeah, you can occasionally see like the building sort of. If you go at night, you can see some of the test flights. But like, there's I if if they if I was them, I would have moved everything as soon as they went public with it. Yeah, because like for ages they said it wasn't a thing. When they go public, nineties. Yeah. Well, could it even be like? I, for some reason, I've got two thousand eight in my head, but. That seems like too long ago. Yeah. Like, true. everyone knew it was a thing. Hmm. Um, I mean, too soon ago. But, um, well, it's still, like, fucking 11 years ago. But, um, yeah, everyone knew it was a thing. Like, it was, like, common knowledge that it was there. But they, yeah. they always said, no, nah, it's not a thing. And now they just say it's, like, a test facility. They would have moved everything. If, if there was, like, aliens and shit there, they would have moved them somewhere else. Like, yeah. Like, it would have been simple. But, we're going to finish up with some hypothetical questions, Tommy. Um, so, first one for you today, mate. You've got the option of being killed by a tiger, a bear, or a gorilla. What are you going for? Uh... Not gorilla, because I reckon it'd take longer. Good choice, good uh, choice. I agree. Probably Tiger would kill you pretty quick. Yeah. Probably Tiger. Ooh. He's gone with Tiger. So I, I, I agree. I reckon like if most big cats go straight for your neck. Like yeah, they go in for a fucking kill. Yeah, yeah. A grizzly bear would just fucking hit the shit out of you till you're broken and dead. They'd probably just leave you there anyway. They'd probably want to eat you. 
Like is that you, a movie with DiCaprio? Oh, uh, Revenant. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, that'd be like joke. that. Yeah, it'd be so fucking painful. Like, Buried alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, it'd probably just leave you there to fucking die. Yeah. Like, the odds of a... Like, only a male grizzly bear that was starving would eat you. Like, the female one would just kick the fucking shit out of you until you're almost dead and then run off with its babies. So, protection, yeah. yeah. A gorilla... Gorillas, like... They, they wouldn't be... Like... You'd have to do a lot to get a gorilla to fucking kill you. Like, yeah. You'd have to fucking piss it off. Yeah, absolutely. Or bang on your chest right out like a fucking silverback. Yeah. Like, they're, they're big. They're big boys. Yeah. Like, I would, like, I would least want to go with the bear, mainly because their paws are, like, fucking weird. But a gorilla, like, that could bite you too. Like, they got, they got those things, like... It'd just be a long, drawn-out process. You'd want it just to be over. Yeah. Quick, I reckon. Yeah. It's pretty sad seeing the gorillas in captivity and that, but that's another, yeah. another story. Yeah. The old gorillas. They didn't even believe that the mountain gorillas existed till that long ago. They thought they were just a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, they knew the lowland gorillas were there and the other ones, but they had why do white people have a fucking thing against believing natives that there's animals there? I don't know. <laughs> Bit of a power trip, I suppose. Yeah, like with all that technology, but you guys living in the environment, but fuck you, we know more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. But yeah, with the big cats, they go straight for your throat. Yeah. I was watching a uh, video the other day on YouTube, and it was um, these Indian bloke. So leopards in India go into the like cities now. To get food, right? They eat like people's dogs and shit. Yeah. Like, and the strays and stuff. And the way they catch them is they use fucking giant fishing nets. So they hang them between buildings and hope that it fucking jumps into these fishing nets. You joking? Yeah, so there's just like, they're not even biologists. There's just this fucking crazy Indian bloke hanging this massive net between two buildings, hoping that the leopard would go into it. Have you seen a leopard run up a fucking wall? They could just run up that, like, yeah, straight yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like jumping on people, slashing people, biting people. Like, they're all running away. This guy tries to climb a fence and he just grabs him and throws him away. And, like, they're not that big, like, leopards. Like, they're big, but like, they're not a fucking tiger. It's agile. But they're so strong. Yeah, yeah. Like, animals are so strong. Mm. And there's just this fucking kid <laughs> running for his life for this leopard. And then this uh, older fat guy falls over, and the kid just looks that relieved. He's just like, thank fuck. <laughs> this old fat guy's just saved my life. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, you got, you got anything else for today, Tommy? Um, I'll sort of a bit of a backtrack when you're talking about animals that we don't know whether they exist or not. No. I've got one specifically, like, they obviously panthers exist. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the rumours about panthers living in, like, Victorian bushland and stuff. Now, that's a pretty fucking big. I think every country town. So, <laughs> if you're not from Australia, fucking listen. <laughs> every country town in fucking Victoria, well, I, that I know, of, and apparently in Queensland, there's they've got the same thing. There's a story of a fucking panther. Now, was did you get told this as a kid? Oh, well, Sam like a few um. What's the name? News reports on it, like yeah. and stuff, and it seems pretty compelling. Yeah. So the thing is, like, 
feral cats can grow fucking massive. Um, but panthers are so distinctively black. Like, it is like midnight black. So, and they're fucking massive. Like, they're bigger than any feral cat could ever grow. But the thing is, how did it get here? How are they still fucking alive? Like, surely they'd have to have more than two. Um, otherwise they'd inbreed. But we got told, so up in Phillip Island, sort of near where I live, um, they said, like, oh, there was like a circus or something and black cats got out. They couldn't find them. And they just left them there in the wild. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. The panthers can't. Like, this was in, like, primary school. Yeah. But, like, I still remember that. And, like, as I was talking about the thylacine, scene, the bloke looking for it, <laughs> they went to interview some bloke that said he saw one. And he's like, yeah, they run around with the black cats. So, <laughs> the people telling these stories are no. a bit iffy. But, yeah, I saw that picture on the news from, I was watching a biological, like, examination of it. They said they can't tell from that picture whether it's a panther or not because they didn't have, like, see enough of it. Yeah. They said it's plausible, though. Yeah. It's plausible to be a panther. Now, we know panthers exist. Um, panthers, I believe, are leopards, just with, like, a, um, another tone. Uh, what's it called? The thing in your skin. Can't even remember the pigments and stuff. Um, they just got a different pigment. Like it's like a, it's sort of like albino, but yeah, not. So they're all black. But the chances of the fucking big cat, like they've got plenty to eat. Like if you think about, if they're in like regional Victoria, the amount of deer and shit that they could yeah, eat, foxes, like, no worries. Yeah, they they would be the apex predator. Like we don't have predators, like big predators here at all. Yeah, like. Foxes, dingoes, they're like all introduced, like other than that, like we used to have a big cat that was a marsupial, but like, that's fucking dead. Like, if they would just dominate, like, I can see if they got out, they would, they would like, take over the whole town. Like, they'd be more of a pest, I think. So yeah. like, in most of the, like, most situations, if there's too much prey for the predators, their population would just like skyrocket. Yeah. So like, if if you were a panther in regional Victoria, and there was like three or four of you, the population would be like a few hundred by now, like easily. Yeah. Like Even yes, they ruin stuff would be fucking easy game yeah. for and they fucking yeah, they could eat everything. Yeah. Like, and kangaroos like only just adapted to having predators like not that long ago because mm. they used to be short faced kangaroos because they didn't have any but now they've like got the longer face so when they graze they can see like for predators that's yeah. why they've got the long nose that's why like cows um horses and stuff like when they eat they can see um they're, they're like grazers but they, they wouldn't be used to having predators like they'd be easy fucking game yeah absolutely like, for panther story i've heard is there was a zoo within somewhere central victoria maybe uh, South Victoria, um, and a heap of animals escaped from the zoo, some of which were panthers. See, that's what I got told. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I don't know. But I, I was in, like, that was in, like, 
the more south of Victoria. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> there is just all these fucking zoo animals out there. I don't know. I like to believe it. I like to believe in this stuff. Yeah, like... Keeps it interesting. It, it could be. Like, the odds of it being true... Like, the guy in Northern Queensland that said he saw the thylacine playing with the panther. Panther fucking killed thylacine in, like, two seconds. They're not going to play together. Mm. But, like, big cats, they could be there. Um, it's probably fucking smart to introduce big cats. <laughs> like, or something, like an apex predator in Australia. Because, like, the prey populations here are, like, fucking massive. Like, they have to cull the kangaroos in here all the time. Mm. We don't have predators. That's why they want to, if they find the thylacine, they'll reintroduce it yeah. and try to get it everywhere because they used to be the ones that killed everything. But yeah, dingo, all of our like, actual predators aren't even supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, what's an actual predator that's just Australian? Don't even have one. Yeah. Like, they were fucking dead because we killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, but the, the other thing that's interesting with all this sort of stuff i think it's important to keep an open mind mm. like it's pretty easy just to dismiss something and go that's fucking <clears throat> bullshit but it's harder to go that's possible and then look for the reasons why you don't think it, you know what i mean mm. well it's definitely possible like the like the odds of it being true obviously not that high yeah but it is possible yeah like yeah. So that's what people don't look at yeah. like if it's got a slight possibility i don't i'm not one to shut people there. Like, obviously, with some things, like, you, it's, like, clearly wrong. Like, people could, like, Flat Earth, you're fucking wrong. Like... Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, he yeah. was the Flat Earth. But, like, things that are scientifically proven that people argue about, like, fuck off. But, yeah, yeah. you can't prove this. So, like, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. Mm. Interesting topic. I like it, Tommy. I like it. Coming yeah, back to the, the first topic all the way it's at the end. Right. Got to finish yes. off strong. But yeah, we'll, we'll finish off with one more hypothetical question. Ooh. And um, I've actually taken this one from a podcast I was watching, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they would have taken it from somewhere anyway. So, you get $10 million right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there is a snail that will follow you for the rest of your life. If it touches you, you die instantly. So, yeah. So, if, say, you go home and go to sleep, this snail will slowly come to you. It comes, touches you, you're dead. You don't even get to spend the money. So, you're constantly in fear of snails. Like if a snail if the snail touches you, you die, but you get ten million dollars. And it's gonna follow you for the rest of your fucking life. It can't die, it's immortal. It travels at snail speed, but it can get on planes. So would you take the money? If uh Yeah, probably. But you'll live in fear of fucking snails for the rest of your life. You don't know which snail it is. It could be like the one fucking out there. Oh, so it's not just one snail. No, it is, but you don't know which snail it is. <laughs> like, all snails look the fucking same. But like, you go anywhere, you see a snail, you're like, fuck, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Does the snail start with you? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> like, the snail's gonna be, like, right here, when you get the money, then you just gotta fucking go. 
Like, it moves at snail speed, though. But every time you sleep, it's going to get you. But if I go straight to another country, how long is the snail going to take just to get to Melbourne to get on a plane? Yes. <laughs> so. You, you start doing some quick math. Yeah. <laughs> Two plus exactly. Four and you're fine. But at some point in your life, it could just fucking catch up to you and kill you. Not if you ever. <laughs> like, you're, you're going to live your life in fear of fucking snails. Uh, yeah, not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> so, it rains outside, you go out to your car, there's snails all over the fucking footpath. You don't know which one's going to kill you. Yeah, no, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you get $10 million. Yeah, I So, mean... you can buy a lot of snail repellent, but it's immortal. So, it can't die. You can't kill it. If you accidentally step on it, you die. Mm, I'd probably, I don't know, I'm a bit of a risk taker. I'd probably go for it. Yeah. You just, if you had 10 million dollars, just constantly fucking be on the move. That wouldn't be a great thought though. Like, yeah, like you see a snack, I'm just like there, you're just like, are you the one? Like, am I going to die today? But then, like, eventually you might want to die, so you just go looking for this fucking snail. <laughs> it's the old, yeah, the snail's the demon. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, do you have any hypotheticals for me, mate? Hypotheticals? Hmm. I've got another one about different ways to die. Would mm. you rather... These are my worst fears, so we'll see how you go with it. Would you rather die... No, not not die. Would you rather get attacked by a shark? Would, or would you rather be on a plane knowing that it's going to plummet to the ground and explode on you? Okay. And the explode. shark... Explode? It's going to blow up? Or is it just crashing? It's just crashing. Okay. What, what sort of shark? Great white, of course. Okay. So. And you're 200 metres out in the ocean with your surfboard, uh, but there's no one else around you. Mm. <laughs> well, statistically, I like my odds of surviving the plane crash more, but most sharks will bite you and then fuck off. The only problem is, will I bleed out before I get to shore? Like, the shark's not going to eat me, it's just going to bite my leg and fuck off. Or my arm, or whatever it is. That's a hard one. I know. Because I'm terrified of heights. Like, people survive plane crashes quite often. People survive shark bites quite often, but they don't happen that much. Mm. Like, the... The statistics on them aren't that great because it doesn't happen that often. Mm. People to go, well, I'm gonna get fucking bit. No, you're not. You're more likely to fucking get killed by a cork coming out of a wine bottle. Like, I reckon, I reckon I'll go to shark. I reckon I'd rather get bit by a shark. Would you? Yeah. Because, like, you, you like. It'd bite me, like, lead off, maybe, or take a chunk out of my leg, right? Hoping it doesn't hit a, like, major, major artery. I should be able to get back to land. I, I back myself. Okay, I back myself in. Plane goes down, 
you can fucking break every bone in your body and be just like fucking cooked for the rest of your life. Vegetable. Yeah. Mm. Like, or you just die instantly. <laughs> I'd rather take my chances with the shark instead of like knowing that I could just die. You could die though with a shark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a hard one, it's a hard one. Imagine the fear of a shark grabbing your leg, bringing you into the water where you can't breathe. You're, you don't know which way is up, you're fucking spinning around. I don't know, man. It'd be hard to. Yeah. They're big fuckers. And when they bite, yeah, I don't know whether your brain would even be able to process the pain. Nah. Because it would just You'd be, be like, shot. your nerve endings would be fucking yeah. up the roof. <laughs> you wouldn't have any fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the chunks that people get out of their legs? Yeah. Like, it's fucked. But no, that was a good way to end, I reckon. Mm. Ah. So, if you want a topic for us to talk about, you can leave it in the comments below. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for World of Warships for sponsoring us. Tommy's going to go hang and fight right now. Yeah, buddy, Earth. Is that, on the, is that on the iPhone or is that on the... Ah, uh, so it's on iOS and Android. You can also get it on console as well, but ours is just for your phone. Um, so you can get it on your tablet or your phone or whatever you've got, whatever device. Um, we don't have the one for Mac or PC or uh, consoles. We might get that eventually, but there's a code down there. Use that. Help us out. Gives us a bit of money to... By this sort of shit. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for watching, and hopefully, we'll see you next week for another good old podcast. Thank you.